Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Politics and Religion. Let's pray. Father, we come ready and hungry today to receive from you. We turn off our minds and what we think and how we think the world should be and how we think you should be. We choose to listen to you, Father, because you created us. So we come hungry today to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, politics and religion. Today, as I was witnessing to one of two people, the topic came up of talking about politics and religion with people. You know, that lie about not talking about politics and religion was started by the master of deception, Satan. And he, Satan, is so good at deception that he has convinced many, many Christians to not talk about those two things. But conversely, he encourages his followers to talk about politics and religion all the time. They may not call it that. They may call it choice. They may call it protecting the environment or Mother Earth. They may call it love versus hate and trying to promote their perverted love. They want to cram it down our throats, their perverted, twisted version of political views and their deceived version of religion. For example, they'll say, if there is a God, then everybody will go to heaven because God is love. And they'll twist every scripture to meet their deceived perception of God. But as a Christian, we should be talking about politics and religion. Why politics? Because if we let ungodly leaders get elected, like many have been today, we have to live with their perverted, ungodly policies, and more importantly, why talk about religion? And really more accurately, that should be stated as talking about Jesus, not religion. Religion will just get you bound in religious traditions that may not have anything or very little to do with God. And religion can involve head-based memory, repeating prayers to God that do not come from the heart. God wants our hearts, not our heads. Let's start today in Matthew 22, verses 15 through 21 in the Amplified Bible. 15, then the Pharisees went and conspired together, plotting how to trap him by distorting what he said. 16, they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and that you teach the way of God truthfully without concerning yourself about what anyone thinks or says of your teachings. For you are impartial and do not seek anyone's favor, and you treat all people alike, regardless of status. Folks, how is that for an example for us in sharing the Father's plans? Number one, teaching the way of God truthfully, not twisting it to our fleshly desires. Number two, without being concerned about what others think or say about teaching the truth of salvation through Jesus only, not letting the devil deceive you into thinking there are other ways to heaven. And number three, being impartial and treating all people alike because God desires for everyone to be saved. 17, tell us then, what do you think? Is it permissible, according to Jewish law and tradition, to pay a poll tax to Caesar or not? My friends, all Christians should be paying their taxes honestly. 18. 
But Jesus, aware of their malice, asked, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? 19. Show me the coin used for the poll tax. And they brought him a denarius, a day's wage. 20. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? 21. They said, The emperor Tiberius Caesar. Then he said to them, Then pay to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Folks, as a Christian, we are to pay our taxes, be a good citizen, and follow all the natural laws that don't conflict with God's Word, the Bible. Proverbs 29.2 in the Amplified, When the righteous are in authority and become great, the people rejoice. But when the wicked man rules, the people groan and sigh. My friends, many of us have been an adult long enough to see the difference between having righteous, God-fearing people in high government positions and we can rejoice versus having the opposite, wicked people in authority promoting wickedness. Proverbs 29.2 in the easy-to-read Bible. When the rulers are good, the people are happy. When the rulers are evil, the people complain. Folks, Christians are happy when our rulers, our government leaders, are God-fearing people. When they are evil, it is sad to see the things they promote for the devil's causes. Now let's go to 1 John 5, 18-20 in the Amplified. We know with confidence that anyone born of God does not habitually sin, but he, Jesus, who was born of God, carefully keeps and protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. 19. We know for a fact that we are of God, and the whole world around us lies in the power of the evil one opposing God and his precepts. My friends, we should not be surprised when the majority of our world's leaders are not God-fearing people. The world has many evil leaders because the God of this world, Satan, has a very large following. 1 Timothy 2, 1-4 in the Amplified. First of all, then, I urge that petitions, specific requests, prayers, intercessions, prayers for others, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all people. Two, for kings and all who are in positions of high authority, so that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Folks, even if our government leaders are evil, we are to pray for them, mainly that they will repent and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior and begin to rule in the fear of God. Three, this kind of praying is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior. My friends, it pleases God when we pray for our leaders. Four, who wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. Folks, God wants the most wicked leaders in the world to be saved, and there are many of them. Now, closing in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20 in the Amplified Bible. 18, Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. My friends, this is part of our discussions with people out in life. All true authority and rule has been given to Jesus. And don't forget, there were many wicked kings in the Bible, 
with God having the final say for their eternal destination. 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Folks, we have no good excuses for not sharing Jesus with the world in our everyday lives. The only question is, will we obey God's direction to share Jesus with the world around us? 20. Teaching them to observe everything that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. My friends, we can never forget that God is always with us. As a Christian, we can share Jesus with love and confidence and encourage people to vote for God-fearing politicians, not the ones that support their favorite social cause. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you sent your son Jesus, and he died on that cross at Calvary. He thought about everyone ever to be born for eternity, Father, on that cross at Calvary. Your desire is for everyone to be saved. Father, we know there's a narrow path to heaven and a wide path to hell. We thank you the blinders are coming off many people's eyes in these last days that they'll come running to Jesus and receive him as their Lord and Savior. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you that you put love into us to share with this world to the very last day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.